Welcome to Back from the Brink. This is Todd Brinker. Aaron will be joining us shortly. This is the morning show following our KCAA radio morning show. And we uh, continue the conversation. So thank you for joining us. Um, so we we left talking about Comet Neowise. If you haven't had a chance, go check the south or the sorry, the northwest sky. Uh, they say the best time to look is about an hour after sunset. So about an hour after sunset, if you go out and peek, maybe 45 minutes, get out there, look and see. And as we get towards the end of the month, it will be getting brighter in the sky, so it'll be easier to see. Um, depending on how bright and dark the area you are in is, you'll be able to see it with the naked eye, or perhaps you need uh, some binoculars, or if you've got a, a zoom lens on a camera or something, you might be able to see it better. So, um, But there's some spectacular photos online. Of course, those were probably taken by photographers with really good cameras, so you you never know when you see the the... You know, a photo online. You, it's not necessarily somebody holding up their phone and snapping a picture, you know. Um, but it's worth taking a look at, you know. It's kind of a, a once-in-a-lifetime thing because it won't be back for 6,800 years. So uh, if you have any inclination at all to see something kind of cool up in the sky, go take a, a go check it out. And uh, and hopefully it'll be, it'll put on a, a really big shoe. So the fine folks at Walmart have finally officially announced that they're going to require that their customers start wearing masks. Uh, they announced it on Wednesday that they're going to have them start uh, wearing masks. They're going to mandate it in all of the stores beginning next week. And it seems like a little late, but yay. Um, other national chains made similar moves. Kroger, Kohl's announced they would start requiring um, masks uh, signaling that more retailers are lining up behind the mask-wearing mandates. The National Retail Federation, the main lobbying group for the industry, also called on retailers to require masks for all customers. This does put employers at a weird, in a weird position, though, because they want you to come into their place and spend money, and yet they're going to have somebody who's going to basically tell you, put a mask on, or we're not going to sell things to you. And so they're going to have to have sort of mask police, which is a pain, and it's counterintuitive to selling things to people and I understand that they are hesitant to do it because of that but I think it's the right thing to do it just makes sense to have masks on to keep keep from spreading your germs to other people um, it's socially responsible so I, I applaud them for doing it even though it seems like it's coming a little late I have a niece that works at a Walmart and I she's had to wear one as an employee for quite some time um, I hope that um, that she doesn't get put in a weird position or or get um you know an angry person coming at her because she tells them hey you have to put a mask on um the other thing that honestly i think they all need to do and we just socially need to do is when you see somebody walk around with a mask and it's on their chin or or you know right below their nose tell them to pull their mask up wear it correctly it's they're, they're not wearing a mask if the mask isn't being worn right you know a mask on your chin is not wearing a mask a mask on your chin is you know, flaunting the rules and, and it's not protecting or helping or saving anybody. So, um, you know, we need to put some social pressure on people. If we're going to agree that we need to wear masks, then we need to agree that we're going to wear them properly. Otherwise you're not wearing it, which, uh, it's going to cause it's, there will be some social strife, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and so let's hope that, uh, we can kind of get past that because, uh, you know, I mean, it just, it's common sense. A mask helps. A mask is going to keep 
germs from, from spreading. So here's Aaron. Let's have her join us. Hi there, Aaron. How are you? Hi there, Todd. I was just talking about the fact that Walmart is finally coming around and saying, hey, you guys have to wear masks if you want to come in the store, just like most grocery stores have been doing for quite some time. Uh, and I'm actually other... surprised that they haven't done that. Me too. You know, and I've got a niece who works at a Walmart, and it, 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 it's surprising to me that they, they don't do it. And they're going to start next week. And I think, you know, what they'll do is they'll put up a sign initially. Uh, but it does put, you know, retailers at a weird position in that they're essentially now going to have to be mask police, right, and tell people, put your mask on, uh, which is sort of counterintuitive. If somebody's not wearing a mask, counterintuitive to making sales to that person, you know? Yeah. I mean, but- and I certainly wouldn't want my niece to be the person who's standing at the front of the store saying, sir, you have to put a mask on because, you know, those you've seen people get really angry and stuff, and I don't want them taking it out on on me and mine, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, she's, and, she's a, a young lady who, who would sit there going, what, what? I, I'm just doing what they told me to do, you know? Uh, well, and people people are getting all bent out of shape. They're calling it a civil rights issue. And it's like, no. Yeah, just wear the not. damn mask. It's just a mask for crying out loud. Yeah. I don't like them either. I don't yeah. like breathing into the mask. Um, it's, it's, you know, no fun. But it's. If it makes people around me feel more comfortable, it, it's a small thing. It really yeah. is. Yeah, well, and not even feel more comfortable. I believe, I really do believe you're protecting people around you. You know, you are keeping your uh, spittle. I mean, everybody, when they're talking, puts out a little bit of spit. It just happens, and this stops the majority of that. Now, yeah, it's not going to keep the little micro droplets from going through, but um, the big chunky droplets get caught in the mask, dang it. You know, yes. Just wear the stupid mask. That said... Uh. It irritates the living crap out of me when I see somebody wearing a mask on their chin. It's like, you're not wearing the mask. Just because you put it on your face doesn't mean you're wearing it. It has to cover your nose and your mouth. And wearing it on your chin is not wearing a mask. That's like walking around with no mask at all. And I would be... Oh, it just makes me mad. So I did... I have to say that masks should not be worn when you're working out. And I say this because I, I, I listened to this video yesterday that was uh, from Prager University. They were interviewing um, a physician in Orange County, and that physician did a study where he, he had some people in his office who are very, very fit, who work out a lot. Um, he uh, tested, did a, did a, 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 a blood sat, saturation level test mm-hmm. uh, when they were, before they got on a treadmill. They did it. They had them uh, walk or run on a treadmill as they normally would for a a few minutes. I'm going to guess that it was probably like 10 minutes. He he did the pulse ox test. That's what it's called, pulse ox test. Mm -hmm. The little finger Um, doohickey. Yes, and and it was still the the oxygen levels were about 98% for them, which is where you should be. Then he had them put on a mask and do the same thing, like just run or walk, Mm -hmm. whatever they normally do. And their pulse ox level when he was tested again was in the 80s. So your, what your kind body of mask? Is, uh, that would be my that's question. That's a good question. Because if it's a cloth mask, I don't know that it, I, I don't believe that it would affect it that much. If it was an N95 mask, yeah, those are those are much harder to breathe through because they're much smaller pores. You know, what? I'm going to go back and listen. I'm and, curious. And, and, at any rate, if somebody if you're running and you know, or yeah. you're out like briskly walking i mean if you're strolling no big deal but if you're out there exercising right um i don't wear a mask while i'm exercising yeah no and honestly if you're outdoors and you're social distancing i agree i don't think you need it 
But when you're indoors, I think it's absolutely critical that you put it on. And, and so, you know, either that or if you're going to exercise indoors, exercise at home where you're not around other people. Uh, and right. then you can take it off. But if, you know, and that said, most of the gyms have been shut back down, so it doesn't matter. But, um, uh, but yeah, when you're outdoors, uh, I think it's been fairly conclusively shown that, that the virus, you know, is not uh, traveling on the wind and hitting people a half mile away because you sneezed. Uh, boy, isn't that the weirdest thing now, too? You know, it's like I happen to be a person who has that genetic gene that, that when bright sunlight hits my eyes, I start sneezing. Oh. And and it's uh, and it's 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 a gene. Some people have it. Some people don't. If you tend it, it tends to happen to blue eyed, fair haired people uh, or redheaded people a lot. And um, and I have that. And so if I walk outside and the, and the sunlight is bright, I almost invariably will sneeze at least a few times. And so it, but it, nowadays I am so self-conscious of that. It's like if you sneeze or just want to clear your throat, uh, holy moly, do you not feel like the whole world's looking at you going, uh-oh, that person might be infected. Yes, yes. And you're like, no, it's allergies. It's allergies. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I do this every year, COVID or yeah. no. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a T-shirt saying, I have allergies, I am not diseased. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, it's like, yes. Please, and I don't please. like allergy medication because it, it just drives me out something fierce. Don't treat um, me like a pariah. Yeah, it's it's not the you know the, there's not a good solution. There really isn't. You know, so, it's you uh, know. yeah. It's one of those things. You know, it's funny because I I never had any kind of hay fever allergy. I also have that problem in addition to the I sneeze when the sunlight's in my face. Uh, I have allergies as well. I've got like hay fever type of of uh, seasonal allergies. Never had them until I hit like somewhere between thirty-five and forty, and that's when Seriously? they all. Yep, and then it, then they they it happened, and I've done some reading, and apparently that's not uncommon. Um, but is it, it was, an autoimmune response? For me, it was the weirdest thing. I have no idea what the source is, but apparently there's quite a few people who sort of in that same time the age range suddenly develop allergies, and so oh. um, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I just know that it is a thing, and uh, and it happened to me. And I wish it didn't because it stinks, you know, yeah. it's sort of like as you get older, you can't read anymore and you have to get dumb readers so that you can see anything inside the length of your arms. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't want glasses either. That stinks. <laughs> Nobody tells you this stuff about getting old, you know, they don't tell oh. you that, you know, when you used to get up out of a couch, you just popped up out of the couch and did your thing. Now you get up out of a couch and it hurts and you go like, oh, gosh, I've been sitting for an hour and now my body doesn't want to move and it takes Especially you a while if it's a deep couch or a low yeah. couch yeah you know it's like if you haven't you know when i was you know when i was when when, when we're younger you don't think twice about yo i'm here i want to go there i get up here i go there now you, you go well do i really want to get up because i know it's <laughs> going to be it, do i need to move right now because you know or if i'm going to get up i start listing okay well while i'm up i'm going to do this i'm going to go to the bathroom yes. i'm going to go do this i'm going to pick that up and maybe i'll get a drink before i sit back down because when i get up i want to get a lot of bang for the buck you know because <laughs> it's kind of a pain getting up is is literally a pain it hurts you know you got like Aww. knees and you got ankles and your back and it's like oh man you just go oh it may be time for a new couch todd yeah maybe it's time for a new body i don't know <laughs> oh, that yeah. one's hard to get you gotta yeah. die for that one well then, no then, you know what jesus gives you another one you don't need to die for a new body what you need to do is 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 change the the 
rickety old body you got because I know I could be healthier. And at times when I have eaten healthier and when I've lost weight, um, you know, I mean, I'm 6'1". I'm six foot one. And so I'm not going to be a petite person ever. But, um, you know, and there's people a lot bigger than me. But I'm, I'm you know, taller than the average guy. And, and I'm not thin. I've never been a, you know, narrow person. I have big shoulders. I'm kind of an athletic build. And, and now I'm an athletic build with just way too much padding. And if I get rid of that padding, I know that I have less foot pain, less knee pain. Um, I know it. The problem yeah. is, is that historically I will lose that weight and then go, oh, I feel so much better. And then I'll just kind of slowly start not eating as well as I was eating and enjoying that bowl of ice cream that is a brinker rite of passage every night, which I shouldn't. And, uh, and that bowl of ice cream turns into half a gallon of ice cream or at least half of a container because they don't sell them in half gallons anymore. Ice cream. Thieves. No, you get them in quarts or pints. Yeah, I get them small. I eat whatever the size of the container is. Let's face it. I'm like that uh, that snake creature from um, uh, the um, uh, Harry Potter, the the newer Harry Potter movies. They're not Harry Potter though. It's um, uh, oh, I what is it? Fantastic, oh, the, the Fantastic Beasts movies. Yeah, there's there's a creature in there that's sort of like a winged snake, and he grows to expand to whatever the size of his uh, space is. So you have him in a little teapot. He's little and tiny. You put him in a in a room, and he fills up the entire room. He's this big, giant snake. And that's sort of me. I just grow to expand to the size of whatever container I'm in. And, uh, and it's not a healthy thing. <laughs> no, I do the same thing. I think we all do the same thing. So, uh, yeah, you know. I, I'm going to blame that with age, too, but I'm going to try to fix it. I'm trying to fix it, so... You know, I go through phases where I eat healthy and, you know, I mean, if you look at it over time, I'm very much yo-yo, which is, I know, even even less healthy because I have been fairly trim and fit for my size and I have been, you know, immense. And right now I am immense plus. This is the heaviest and biggest I've ever been. And, and it and I feel it. I just feel it in my bones. It's not good. Well, we I posted an article uh, to my Facebook um, uh, last no. week, I think, and <laughs> that was kind Ding. of a food talk, so I thought yeah, I would it throw that was. in. Yeah, it kind of was. It's kind of food. It kind and, of comes uh, back it was to about that. The average person on lockdown has gained 16 pounds. Yeah, that's me. Average. Pick up something that weighs 16 pounds and carry that around for a while, and then you'll go like, "Oh crap, I'm I'm that much fatter." That's not good. You know. So, but it's easy to do. You know, especially really if you've is. got a wife who loves to bake. Yeah, my wife and daughter, uh, both are, ba- uh, all three of them really are bakers. And they were doing these online things with this woman who owns a bakery. And so like every day at 11 o'clock, 2 o'clock Eastern, they would go online and watch her YouTube feed and bake whatever she was baking. And it was cool. Christina Tosi is the name of the, the baker. And she owns the um, the bakeries that are called uh, Milk. And, and there's several of them around the country. And uh, and she makes really good stuff, and she does a lot of, like, instead of using flour, she blends up cornflakes or, or, you know, she does uses unusual ingredients. And she says, well, if you don't have that, then try one of these. Or, you know, she always offers, excuse me, different ways to get things done if you want to bake something, and uh, which is great, except that the end result is you have baked something. And there's, like, <laughs> and she likes lots of really, she's very sweet, rich, rich stuff. So you would think, well, you just want to have a little bite of that because it's so rich and so sweet. And I go, yeah, no, I'm going to eat the whole thing. 
Um, <laughs> oh, lucky for me, I don't yeah. like sweet things like that. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll eat candy every now and then. I do eat candy, but I don't, you know, things that are super, super, super sweet, I don't care for. Yeah. I like a chocolate but, bar, just a plain old chocolate. I think we've talked about this before. You know, I like really good chocolates, but it's really weird. I have this affinity for like just a Hershey's chocolate, and Hershey is not the greatest chocolate. I mean, the, the plain chocolate bar, in the no. in the greater scheme of chocolate yeah. in the world, Hershey's is a bar of wax. And, it is, and yet it is. You know, it is the taste of my youth. It is the candy of my of my dreams. It is. It is just. Uh, you know. Hershey sells these things called Hershey Drops, and they're like a jumbo M&M, and it's just a piece of chocolate with like a baker's glaze on the outside of it. That's all it is. It's about the diameter of a Hershey's Kiss, and you can buy a bag of these things. Thank goodness the bag is not large. Um, and I could just sit and eat those like peanuts, and it's so unhealthy. So unhealthy. Now, if you give me Lindor, the Lindor truffles, uh-huh. I, I don't care which ones, dark, milk, white. Yeah, I'll the little eat balls. The yes, little, oh yeah, my the little foil gosh. wrap balls. I, like, uh, those, those are awesome. I like the red ones, just the basic uh, chocolate truffle. And yeah, those are amazing. <laughs> they, they are. are absolutely they are amazing. amazing. Um, equally not great for you. <laughs> Probably even <laughs> more so not great for you because there's less, uh, less uh, wax and more. More of the good stuff. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> double ding for the candy talk. Um, but I'm trying to say no. I'm just saying no. That said, I've eaten all the ice cream in the house, and I've eaten the candy that I bought that I shouldn't have. And so um, so now there's no bad stuff really to eat, so I'm just going to focus on trying to eat healthy. I, um, I have my little fizzy machine so I can drink carbonated water and, and or, or put some non-caloric flavor or drop a piece of, of cucumber or strawberry in it to get a little hint of, of flavor to some water and I can drink it still or I can bubble it. So I'm going to try to drink more water and try to eat more healthy. I'm on a concerted effort. I'm making a public commitment. I am going to, to, um, to, uh, drop some weight here and get healthier. So let's do it together because I certainly need to. And I had, I had dropped a bunch of weight when I first um, uh, went plant-based, and then mm-hmm. I plateaued. And I've been stuck at this point. I mean, I've gone up and down a little bit. Well, uh-huh. about up, up 10 pounds, down 10 pounds. I'm actually um, about three pounds lighter than I was um, mm-hmm. when we started this uh, COVID lockdown, which means I've, I've lost a, from, the, from my high mm. right before we started. Um, I'm so you're on that pounds. side of the average. See, I'm on the other side yes. of the average. So between the two of us, there's some average because I gained a lot. Yes. Yeah, so it's oh. um, but but well, good for you. you. Know, it's it, well, I mean, but it's still. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm. It's still not where I need to be. I have a right. lot of weight to lose, and so yeah. if, if we'll do commit I. to doing it together. Sounds good to me because I mean I could lose a hundred pounds and still be healthy. Um, and I don't need to. I don't think I need to lose a hundred pounds, but I would like to lose the better part of a hundred pounds over a period of time. And obviously it's not going to happen right away. Um, and I, you know, I was sitting here debating about whether I just wanted to say what my weight was publicly, <laughs> you uh, know, I'm and, not there. and I'm not there either. You know, it's, it's cause I'm embarrassingly fat right now. And, and the thing is, you know, I, I get it. I, like I said, I'm, I'm six one. So I, I, I kind of hide it fairly well compared to somebody who's, who's not as tall as I am and, and big shouldered as I am. And yet, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm, kidding myself i think i'm hiding it because i'm not i mean i'm I'm a big guy um but uh but you know there's a lot of people who look at me and go well you're not that fat you know and it's like well 
Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> you know, I am too. Yeah. But I look it. I mean, I'm not, I don't hide it at all. So, um, um, so yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I, I will try to give regular updates as to whether I am um, losing or gaining, but I'm also going to not like be a daily step on the scale guy. Um, that has been me in the past. And I have one of those smart scales, so I step on it, it logs it to my phone, so I can see, and it charts it, so you can see your weight, and yes. uh, and so I can see the the slow ex, the slow curve going up as my weight has has increased over the last few months, um, and so now I want to just kind of turn that corner and change that trend. So uh, cool. So we'll do it together. We'll we'll kind of uh, check in maybe on. Um, I don't know. One day a week, we'll try to talk about it and see where we're at and uh, and cheer each other on and uh, maybe share what we're doing or not doing to try to uh, um, stay healthier. And, uh, and, 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 you know, because for me, it's not so much the actual weight as it is just the the feeling more healthy, um, fitting in clothes better, um, feeling like I have a little bit more energy, not having that ache and that pain in my knee and my in my feet. Um, and I've got back issues as a result of a car accident and some other things. And that's just exacerbated when you're carrying extra weight. So, um, I, you know, I, I really need to do this. I would like to be around someday, not anytime soon, but someday I want to have, uh, have grandchildren to bounce on my knee and, uh, and I want to be there for them. And, uh, you know, I, I know I'm walking down a path that's making that harder and harder as I, as I stay unhealthy. So, um, me too. Yeah. That said, I'm a firm believer of when your time's up, your time's up. So, you know. I have to say, one of the things that I, you know, I decided to go vegan. One of the reasons is that I have high cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Um, And and part of that is is genetic. My whole family does. And then a part of that is that I have thyroid disease. And if you're, if you are hypothyroid, which I am, you also tend towards high cholesterol. But I, I um, had my cholesterol taken when I took, when I donated blood and it's gone up 37 points over last year. And wow. I'm like, how in God's green earth is that possible when I'm eating literally no saturated fat? None. Mm-hmm. None. I have no animal products in my diet. So, yeah. But animal products you know, aren't the only saturated fats. And there's other fats besides saturated fats. I mean, there's avocado. Well, no, I know. But, but the, the, the literature says that if you mm-hmm. reduce saturated fats, then your cholesterol should go down. But that mm-hmm. in, that has not happened for me, so I need to go to uh, a, a, my, a doctor and say, okay, yeah, what's going you know, on here? What's going on here? I mean, yeah. I, again, part of it's genetic. My whole family has high sure. cholesterol. Part of it is um, my thyroid disease. But it's like, really, come on. Yeah. You know, is there a problem with my liver? Is it just overactive? What the heck is going on? Yeah, those numbers are wonky. I also wonder sometimes if you know between like today and tomorrow if you took the same tests whether the numbers would be exactly the same how much variance is there from test to test you know oh um, i don't know and and i and i've not done any reading on that but i i sometimes wonder about that you know because and also sometimes they process the, the tests are processed a little bit differently i know when i was um uh, uh getting some blood tests done for other reasons they also went ahead and, and did like a, a, a cholesterol triglycerides panel and stuff and they actually put a little note on it saying that we're now using this method of measuring versus that method of measuring. And there was a lot of, and I, excuse me, I read it at the time, and now I don't remember all the details. So I know there's different ways of going about that. So it'd be very interesting to, to do that. But that, you know, it's oh. kind of conversation you can have with your doctor and find out, right? So it might be just a change in the way they do the test, which would be wonderful because that means that it's not you, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, so. I mean, that, that would. I mean, and this is from... 
I mean, obviously, this is at the blood bank, and they're, they, I'm not getting mm-hmm. any detail. It's just an overall number. Right. Um, and so, you know, what is how much is what is the triglyceride? What is LDL? What is HDL? Obviously, it's all too high. Right. But, but what is the breakdown? Has that balance changed? Mm-hmm. I you mean, know? maybe it's because your HDL got higher, which is the good one, and that's what you want, right? You want that high-density lipopropene protein to be higher, and you want the LDL to go down and the triglycerides to go down. Right. Boy, my tongue is tabbed a problem today. I had um, that problem earlier. Yeah. So I, I figure I'm going to go and donate blood once a month just because I think uh-huh. it's a good thing to do. Um, and the blood bank, so the live stream, the blood bank here in the Inland Empire, um, they they email you or they text you. Um, I don't remember if it was text yeah. or an email. It's it your text. turn. It's your time. Yeah, Come no, back. No, no. They, they do that. But they also texted me and said that, that my blood had gone to a cancer patient at the VA hospital who oh. needed a transfusion. And I'm that's like, oh, really cool. that's awesome. Thank you. That that's is, that's awesome. What a way to motivate somebody too, right? To say, hey, right. here's, here's the good you just did. Thank you so much. Right. Rather than, so, hey, it went off into a bank somewhere blindly. Right. Not, exactly. not that that's not helping yeah. as well, but to let you know is cool. It's very cool. And so that makes me want to go back. And so I do the apheresis donations. Um, I find What's when that? I just do the whole blood straight, I, I tend to pass out. Mm-hmm. Apheresis is where they, they pull the blood out, they separate the components, and then mm-hmm. what they don't need, they put back in your body. And so uh, um, um, uh, it's, it takes longer. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. start to finish, you know, from when you walk in the door to when you walk out the door is about three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can take, like, um, I had my phone. Next time I'll take my laptop, and I'll just watch a movie. Yeah. Um, you know, while I'm doing it, and and the phlebotomist was really good. It didn't even hurt to put the put the yeah. um, needle in, and they have to use pretty large needles because they need those components undamaged. Right. Yeah, it's you know, it's funny when you get a phlebotomist who knows what they're doing. Places like the blood bank, or if you go to um, uh, some of the clinics where they do that, as opposed to like a uh, uh, somebody in a hospital or or in your doctor's office. Boy, they're good. There's a there, that that is such a skill, and when you learn to do it right. It's like night and day because, man, they'll go in, get, the, you know, that needle goes in, hits the spot, lickety yes. split, no pain, no gain. I mean, no yes. pain at all, rather. And uh, and then other places where they're not quite as good at it, they're kind of poking and probing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, could you just get this done? Dang it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? My veins are super easy to see. It's right yeah. there. It's like, I know <laughs> you got to learn sometime, but why do you have to learn on me? I know. Oh man. Yeah, there's nerve endings in there. Stop yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, especially and I, I understand that for for men especially it is it is really good and healthy to give blood. You know. Interesting. Um, there's benefits to that um because it it uh it it you know make sure that your body just is doesn't have too much iron. So unless uh-huh. you're anemic, um it it can be really beneficial for you. The one yeah. thing that the one positive thing that I that I did have, I thought I was going to be anemic because I had gone a long period without taking vitamin B12 supplements. Uh-huh. And then I started taking them again for probably 10 days before I went and donated blood. Uh-huh. And my, and I was less anemic than when I was eating meat. So that was good. Yeah. Interesting things you find out about your, your, uh, you know, you've made a diet change and then to find out like, you know, chemically what's going on with your body and how things are different. I be, uh, I, yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll find out more when you talk to your doctor about the, the cholesterol numbers, but, uh, and they'll probably do a test and get you more specifics about what's going where and how and what tests would, were used and that kind of thing. But, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's funny to see how that changes you at a very, you know, at, a, at the chemical level, right? 
and what it does to your body. So, and I, I talked to a friend of mine who is a biology teacher and she said, look, your body can still just be adjusting. And that's, you know, at first your, your liver, your liver is going, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no cholesterol coming in from the outside. I'm going to make more, but that things might even out over the course of the year. You know, and so I'm like, okay, well, I'd still like to figure it out because I don't want to die. So, um, you know, and I'd rather not take statins if I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a whole litany of issues with people who take those and have, you know, hair loss and sleep problems and all kinds of things associated with those. And, yeah, they get rid of a lot of the cholesterol, but they have other issues you have to deal with. And so, you know. So I'd rather fix it with diet. Yeah, yeah, especially when it's something that you know can be handled if you do it right. What's weird, though, is, you know, you were talking about, like, uh, removing um, uh, animal fats is supposed to help drop the cholesterol. And yet, uh, with my own experience, and, and I've read and heard that people who, who switch to, like, the Atkins-type diet, where they've cut out carbohydrates and they're eating more animal fats, uh, my cholesterol was never better. I mean, everything dropped. So my brother has had that experience as well. Yeah, um, it's weird. You know, I, I my body didn't do well on that diet. I lost yeah. weight, but I felt lousy. And even after I'd done it for a long time, I actually feel better uh-huh. when I'm when I'm eating plant based. Uh-huh. I might add some fish in my diet, but I feel better when I'm eating plant based. Yeah. Well, and they say fish is one of the the, the better proteins. You just got to be careful with like uh, heavy metals, so you don't want to. Right. Uh, you know, they say you're supposed to eat fish at least once a day, or sometimes twice a day, if you want that you know high quality proteins and the and the uh, the EPA and DHA oils and stuff. They're supposed to be, you know, really good for you. Uh, but then they also tell you be careful because if you eat too much fish, you could be getting mercury poisoning. It's like you can't win. No, you can't. You can't win. You can't. You know, it's like every time you try to, you know, it's like, I'm going to eat this. Well, be careful. You know, when, you, when you're eating those vegetables, they only raise that with Roundup. And so you're going to get Roundup in your body. And that's right. going to give you, you know, you know, turn your eyes green or, you know, it's just you can't win. You can't win. No. Just try no. to eat healthy, use common sense, and don't be a big, you know, lazy bum like me. And then you probably uh, get better. It's funny, though, that, I, you know, the your, your basic physical makeup is... From, from everything I've been able to re- read is tied uh, very closely to your diet, what you eat, and that your your physical uh, in shape, the measure of like how in shape you are, uh, is has more to do with your exercise. So you can be in shape but be overweight. Look at uh, linemen in the NFL. Look at, uh, right. you know, when George Foreman came back from boxing, everybody looked at him. He looked like a big butter bean, and yet he was like, you know, knocking people on their butt. Um because the man was strong. He was working out. He just, you know, ate 15 hamburgers a day. Um, oh. You know, and that's not because he was on the Atkins diet. He also ate the French fries and, and, and a couple of milkshakes and a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that may be my problem. See, I yeah. still drink Diet Cokes. You know, I've, I'm, I'm cutting back, but I still drink Diet Cokes. And, and I do, too. Um, maybe that's maybe my liver is is unhappy with that. Those things are a chemical cesspool with all kinds of, of uh, salts, potassium and sodium in them that make you thirsty. So you want more of the stuff. So they're set up to make you crave it. it. It's I drink that stuff more than I should, too. And I really, really, really in my heart believe it's evil. That's part of the reason that I wanted that uh, soda stream that I got for my birthday was to give myself an alternative to drinking that. So I could still get something that's a little fizzy and I wasn't, you know putting a thousand 
recyclable bottles back out into the world. Uh, and, uh, and I really, really, really like the soda stream. Um, I do have to say it's hard to find CO2 cartridges right now because apparently lots of people have discovered soda stream over the course of the COVID lockdown. And so yep. they're in short supply. You can order them directly from St- soda stream online. They limit you to two CO2 cartridges at a time. So, um, and you get like 60 liters of carbonation out of one of those. So, Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. So it goes a long way and you know, you get a couple, uh, different bottles and, uh, and you know, there's enough there for you to create fizzy for your family and, and not go, uh, too crazy, but you save a lot of, of, uh, plastic processing and recycling and, or tra- trash, depending on, you know, where you're at and how you handle that. So, um, so I feel good about that too, but, um, you know, having all this stuff is great. If you don't use it, it does you no good whatsoever, right? Yep. Um, I, I, I've also bought a juicer, and I juiced a bunch of, uh, I have like this this uh, recipe for a green drink, and it's kale and arugula and parsley and celery and uh, half of an apple and a little bit of lemon and some ginger, and, uh, and then you put uh, like a teaspoon of matcha in it, so you got a little bit of caffeine in there, which I need because if I'm going to cut back on diet coke then i'm gonna to have to fill in with like matcha and tea and coffee and, you know, well and matcha is really good for you green tea is really good it for really you. is it is and so that's the other reason that it's in this mix you know so i'm gonna drink that i had i had one of those this morning i juiced last night and i've got some little containers that i put them in the fridge and they said it's good for like you know up to three days in a fridge uh up to a week if you freeze it and that way it still has all the active you know ingredients of having fresh and yes, I understand there are people who say, well, don't do juice, you know, because that gets rid of all the fiber. And it's like, yeah, I don't need all the fiber from the arugula. If I had to eat the the little, the, the mixing bowl full of arugula and uh, and uh, kale and, and celery that I had in this bowl, I literally did this in a bowl that you would serve a salad to a family of eight. Wow. And yet I, that all juiced down to about a cup and a half of juice. And so I got a lot of the nutrients out of that, you know, uh, without having to eat that large, ginormous bowl of this stuff. Because if I had to do that, I wouldn't get any of those nutrients because I wouldn't eat that. That bowl would last me a day and a half uh, of gnawing on it. Plus, I'd probably drown it in some dressing because there's just no way I could get all that down. You know, arugula is kind of and and kale are both kind of bitter and very um, fibrous. And so there's a so, lot. It's great, you know. I'll have some of that as a salad, but I, I don't want that. I, I don't want that volume. There's a reason why kale was considered a garnish for decades. Yeah. You know, it's not the tastiest stuff in the world. Right. Yeah. And and let me tell you, you can cook it and cook it and cook it, and it's still bright green and beautiful because it just doesn't break down. No, uh, it doesn't. Yeah. So, so it's good roughage. I mean, you know, I I guess I I like my diet. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally I'll get a, cra- a craving for meat, and I don't. It's not like a my body wants it; it's my my mouth wants it. Right. Um. Uh, I like what I eat. I I I still eat potatoes. I still eat pasta, but I also eat a ton of veggies, and I eat fruit. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I I'm happy with my diet. You know, I I'm I guess what I'm I'm tired of is I have tried like you. I have tried every fad diet known to God and man. Mm-hmm. And uh, many of them, I'd lose weight. And as soon as, uh, you know, my body was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, danger, Will Robinson. I'm, you know, I need to gain that weight back. And I do. And the cravings would become overwhelming. 
like when I was on um, the low carb diet, I craved carbohydrates and this was for months, just mm -hmm. all the time. My body wanted them all the time. And yeah. it was, it was like, I don't want to be sitting around while I'm at work thinking about food. I want to think about work. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you're I, sitting and there I, and you're overwhelmed with uh, the, I just want a potato chip. Just give me yes. one freaking potato chip. And let me tell you, for those who, who do the low carb theme thing, a pork rind is not a potato chip. It is not. <laughs> I know they go, oh, just eat pork rinds, you know, because it'll give you a little bit of a crunch. And it's like, and it's like, it's not the same thing, dang it. It's not the same thing. So yeah. I find on this diet, um, oh, my God, I'm covered in cat fur. I, found, I find on this diet that um, I don't have those overwhelming cravings. I really mm -hmm. don't. Yeah. And so, you know, for whatever reason, my body likes this. Um, and, and I'm not going to stress over if I, ha you know, I had the Chipotle burger at your house and it had, we found out later that it had egg and milk in it. I'm not going to worry about that. That was fine. It was delicious. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. That's my feeling about most of these diets is any diet, any diet in my mind. And again, there are people argue with me and say, no, 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 you have to be strict on this and follow it to the letter of the law. And if you break it, then you're, then you're going to just, you know, explode into a giant fat ball. Um, but, but I believe that any diet is a guideline and that doesn't mean that there's not a day where you can't, you know, I mean, if, if, you know, you're a vegetarian and, or a, a mostly vegan at this point, you know, you know, like you said, but I thought it was a very healthy mentally mental exercise for you to say, okay, this thing I'm eating isn't hundred percent vegan, but it's good and it's still healthy and it's not going to be the end of my life. I'm going to have this and enjoy this meal and, and have a good time with everybody. Um, yes, because it was you know uh, there were a few of us there gathered family small people less than ten, um, socially distancing no hugging going on, um, <laughs> lest anybody criticize yeah lest <laughs> lest anybody criticize us, um, <laughs> heaven forbid that we we say or do anything that somebody might criticize us for, um, but you know it, it, I think that regardless of what you're doing in a diet like you know if you're on the 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 Atkins or the, the low carb type of diet. And, and at one meal, you know, you have uh, a little bit of a potato or a sweet potato or something. It's not the end of the world. Um, you know, you, you just go back to being more, you know, your regular eating the next day. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, if you're at the beginning of the diet and you're trying to lose weight and you haven't lost it yet, that, that will probably slow things down a little bit. And I would say probably at the beginning of the diet, you might want to be a little stricter. But at, once you kind of, you know, are just living your life, you, you can't spend your whole life like, you know, logging and, and checking everything that, that's on your plate before you have a, have a meal. Sometimes you just got to have a meal and enjoy the, the world around you and the people with you. Yeah. You know, if you're doing if you're that compulsive about it, then it's just that it's a compulsion. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's you've got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to you got to find a, a, a happy medium where you can. uh Oops, I did something, and now all the icons at the top of my browser are asking me if I want to change them. No, that's weird. I don't know <laughs> what I did, but suddenly, you know, like the back button and the refresh button and all that stuff were all, like, wiggling. And I, I hit something or bumped something, and it made that happen. Like I wanted to edit my, my browser window. Not the, not the content of the browser window, but the, the menu at the top, which I've done before intentionally, but I couldn't. Oh, there's how you do it. If you right-click on it, and then you happen to slide to the right over that and, and then click on it, it's customize your toolbar on Safari. I happen to be on a Safari browser. So, um, okay, oh. well, there you go. You learned a little tech while we were at it. Yeah, threw that in there just in case. So. You know, there is some other tech going on. If you happen to be a um, Apple person 
Apple yesterday released iOS 13.6, iPad OS 13.6, Mac OS 10.15.6, tvOS 13.4.8, and Watch OS 6.2.8. All of these um, are mostly uh, uh, updates of uh, for security, but there are a few feature things that were added in. For for instance, on the iOS stuff. Um, they added support for the car key feature, so some uh, BMWs will now you'll be able to unlock them and unlock them with your phone uh, directly from the operating system, so you won't have to like launch an app that does it. So like I know that like on a Tesla you can use your phone, but you have to launch the Tesla app and then do it. This will happen right from the OS. You just go over. You don't have to do anything. You just hold your phone next to it without even touching a button, and let it then you know either use your finger or your face to verify you, and it'll unlock your car. Uh, and you can also use it to start your car. And they added uh, Apple News Plus audio. So, like, if you go to the Apple News Plus app, which is normally just a way to read the news, um, you'll be able to have it play audio for you. So, like, if you're in your car and they're using CarPlay, you can listen to the news. Oh. So, um, you know, a few new features that they just added in. Your phone now does a little more than it did yesterday if you put this upgrade in there. Um, so far, I haven't heard anything about any issues with the upgrade. So, uh, but I'll keep my ear to the ground. If I hear anything, I'll let everybody know because you know, hey, it happens. There's been times. It's when, what you do. Yeah. Well, a new upgrades come out, and every once in a while, there's like, oops, you know, we put this new upgrade out, and sorry, now your battery lasts for 45 minutes. Um, let me fix that. And that's obviously an exaggeration, but um, you know, things happen. So it's very complex stuff. So I have to say, and then I know we're out of time. Um, my MacBook Air, my new MacBook Air, which is a 2017 model, mm-hmm. even though it's, uh, you know, it's the old model, um, not the newer MacBook Air. Um, it does not have a camera and or processor where I can do zooming with a background behind me, like have a have a, a, a virtual background. And uh-huh. I bought a green screen and it's still not working. I use my phone and it's fine, but my computer, it's not. Interesting. I'll explore that for you because I don't understand why technically your your laptop would not be able to do that. It's very frustrating. It's, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I bought a green screen. I have a green screen and you flip it. The other side is blue and I've tried both and it doesn't work. Yeah. And I do the phone and it does work. So maybe I need to upgrade something. Maybe I need to download something. I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it, you know. I'll do a little exploring and we'll have a follow-up conversation on oh, there to tell awesome. people, hey, if you're experiencing this, here's what you do, or sorry, tough luck, you're out of, you know. But um, I, I find it hard to believe that that's going to be a tough luck thing. I think there's probably something to that because I can't think of any technical reason why that laptop would not be able to do that. So, uh, dusting off hair? Yes, oh, you can hear that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like dusting off cat hair. I hear it thump, 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 thump. It sounds like a cat, like, scratching or something. You know? And I'm like, so huh, I, sound... <laughs> I picked up and snuggled my cat before I left the house this morning. Because she was standing below me, and she went, wow. And so I picked her up, and she sheds <laughs> like crazy. So, yeah. yeah, sorry. Well, especially in the summer, you know, all the pets are like, yeah, yeah, we're dropping hair as fast as we can. It's hot in here. Uh, even with the air conditioner going, man, we're, we're doing yes. our best. Trying to get naked. So definitely look that problem up for me, Todd. I would I, be very grateful. I'll see what I can find and let you know. I'll be happy to do that. So uh, awesome. it'll be a fun technical exploration. So, hey, we forgot to mention it yesterday um, uh, on the main show. We forgot to mention it again today. But yesterday was tax day. If you didn't get it done, you're late. So um, we're That's out of right. time today. Um, so we're going to call it quits. But uh, this has been Back from the Brink. I am Todd Brinker. Thank you so much for joining us. 
I'm Aaron Brinker. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.